Okay, so um, we're holding Yudalid, the uh, Yudalid Amid Aleph, the second column. Uh, here we have it as uh, So we finished the whole first part of the Mimer. In other words, up until this point in time, the Mimer um, discussed the Seder night. Right, so we have now the kavanas of what we're supposed to be thinking the Seder night, what's the whole idea of the matzah, what we are supposed to be experiencing, essentially even in, you know, in our days, or especially in our days. Uh, but we left off a number of questions. There's uh, about three or four questions, I think it was about three questions, that we discussed in the beginning of the Mimer about the seventh day of Pesach, and how eating the matzahs for six days is going to cause the seventh day, and how could that be, and they only ate it one day. Right back in uh, back in the back in three thousand years ago, and <coughs> presumably through the eating of the matzah, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to be able to get the revelation of the seventh day. But you know they got the revelation anyway through Kriyas Yamsuf, right? So we have to understand all of that. So now we turn to the second days of Pesach. We have to understand the concept of the seventh day of Pesach. And specifically, that by eating the matzahs for the six days, that's how we're able to, so to speak, merit, right? The seventh day will be an atzeris. And we said an atzeris is like a holiday, right? And we had a whole question on atzeris as well. Why does it say over here, atzeris to Hashem, as opposed to... By Shmini Atzeres, it says Atzeres to, uh, to us, to Lachem. So then it says, Shehu inyin Kriyos Yamsuf, which is the idea of Kriyos Yamsuf. De'ine inyin yam yabasha l'mayla. So we have a concept called Yam and Yabasha. Yam is the idea of an ocean. Yabasha is the idea of dry land. So we have this concept in the spiritual world. What's the idea? Heim b'chines almad is skasya v'almad is galya. So the Zoyar explains that the hidden worlds, Alma Diskasia, is really referring to the concept of Atzilus. And Alma Galia is the concept of the concept of Briyat Similar to the idea of ocean and, and dry land down here below. Right? There is everything that's on dry land you have in the ocean. The only difference is that on the dry land it's revealed, right? We can see it very clearly with our eyes. And in the ocean it's concealed. Because they're swallowed up and covered up which covers up over them. So let's see, let's understand what we're talking about. Let's talk about the the physical world first. Uh, you know, a person when he stands out on the beach, all he sees is the ocean. He doesn't see what's inside the ocean. He doesn't see all the life that's happening inside. But the truth is, there's a tremendous amount of life. I mean, we go to an aquarium and you, you, you know, look at these uh, tremendous, you know, these these tanks, and all of a sudden you see thousands of fish, and you have sea uh, anemone, you have all different types of grasses and rocks and coral and everything that's living, right? Like Tal could tell us about all his scuba diving trips, right, all over the world, right? That that idea is not seen, however, <clears throat> when you look at it from the dry land. Even when you're on the boat. Right before you jump over, right, you went backwards into the o- into the ocean. Right, you roll out. You put your hand on your mask or something like that, and you roll backwards. When you're looking out, all you see is this water. You don't see anything. And then all of a sudden, you fall into the ocean. And you get your bearings, the bubbles, and whatever. And all of a sudden, you see a whole different world. It's like a whole world opens up behind. 
So what is what's the difference? What's going on? Masha Inkin, when you look at the you know, you look at the ground, you see just walking, you know, walking back and forth to my house here, you see squirrels and you see rabbits and you see uh, you know, all different types of insects and you see trees and you know, everything is individualized. So the the Nakuda that he's bringing out here is the idea of mechusa, something that's covered up, something that's concealed, or muvloim, muvloim means swallowed up, swallowed up by the ocean. And the idea is the concept of bittel. Again, we, we're constantly discussing the idea of bittel. That you take a fish, a fish can't live outside of the water. It's not possible for it to live outside of the water. And the idea is that that when you're looking at the, so to speak, the spiritual worlds, <clears throat> there are two different types of worlds that we're talking about. There's Atilas versus everything else. Everything else is the concept of anivra. Right? I mean, if you want to say, like, what's the difference between Malach Mechal, right, who is the archangel of Chesed, Nuala and Chesed of, of Atzilus, for example? At the end of the day, Malach Mechal is an expression of Chesed. That's all his whole Metzius, his whole being is all Chesed. <clears throat> On the other hand, just the fact that you say Malach Mechal is an indication that there's something there. It's his own existence, his own mitzvah, his own being, right? Masha Enkin, when you say chesed of Atzilus, it's chesed, it's, it's, it's a attribute of Hashem. Like we say in, in Tanya, the idea of how in Atzilus, right, you have, it's the oilam of, right, he and his, so to speak, life force, which we translate as or, is one, and he and his Causations is literal translation, but we're going to define that in the way it explains in Tanya as being the the uh, kalim are one, meaning that it's only Hashem, right? You have infinite infinite kaychas on the one hand. On the other hand, you have the ten spheres, but each sphere, right? There's no limit to the chachma. There's no limit to the bina. There's no limit, and it's all ain't so far Hashem. That's what we say. That's what we. That's what we're talking about. So. When we refer to here is when we're talking about in terms of what the Zayar says, Alma Discasia and Alma Disgalia, we're talking about Alma Discasia is Atilus. Right? That's what we're talking about. Alma Disgalia are all the other worlds going down the chain. Right? So now what happened over here? So he explains but Kamokain Lamaila Hine Bikinas Malchus Atilus Nikra Aretz, but Nikra Gamkimya. So you have out of the spheres of Atilus you have the nine spheres, and then you have Malchus. And Malchus plays a very interesting role in that it acts as, on the one hand, when it's in Atzilus, or as it is expressed in Atzilus, it's one of the spheres of Atzilus. On the other hand, it has a very specific job. The job of Malchus is now to give over and to bring into existence the worlds that are below it. So from that aspect, it has to limit that light, as we're going to see, and it has to bring it out. So on the one hand, <coughs> we can call Malchus Yam, because it's part of Atzilus, right? So that's it. On the other hand, we're calling it Aretz. We're calling it the idea of that it has to bring out individual creations. That's what's going to be happening afterwards. So let's see how it goes now. This idea of the Ha'ara, the ray that comes out from Malchus and is able to be drawn down and mislabish into be a Briyat Now, the key word here being the idea of mislabish. Mislabish indicates to me the idea of 
pnimius, which indicates to me the idea of tzimtzum, right? In other words, limitation. Hislabush means that it's being very tailor-made and clothed within something else. In order for something to be tailor-made and clothed into something else, there has to be a limitation, right? So for example, the obvious example of this is always the teacher-student, right? So you have this great uh, Gemara genius, right? And he wants to teach a, uh, a, you know, a nine-year-old. So what does he have to do? He has to totally take out of his mind all these different ideas of Gemara that he has, and all the different shitas and all the different opinions of Taisvos and the Mafarshim and everything like that. And he has to package it down into an idea that a child will be able to receive. Because in order, in order for it to be mislabish, in order for it to be enclosed within the child, the child has to grasp it. The child has to understand it. If the teacher is going to speak on his wavelength, the child is going to be blown away. The child has no idea what he's talking about. Right? So it has to be the job of Malchus is this idea of being mislabish, the chayus, into the worlds, into the worlds of Priyatsiranasiya, into the worlds of creation, into the worlds of an other. Right? That's the whole idea of once you get into Bria, you have the concept of something else, so to speak. Even though Malach Mechal is completely bottled to the Abishar, to God, right? Even though he's completely bottled to Hashem, on the other hand, however, he's Malach Mechal. It's not chesed of Atzilus anymore. It's a very big difference. So the job of Malchus is to be mislabish, is specifically to how do I tailor make this? So in order to tailor make it, we need to remove, so to speak, so much of the light, so much of the energy. So now he says, to bring into existence these worlds, from nothing to something, which is, are the worlds of revelation. Shinirim Dabar Nifrad, which are apparently something that's separate, the Yesh Bipne Atmo and the Yesh by itself. Nikra Bachina Zu Aretz. This is what's called Aretz. So now we can understand more clearly what it says, for example, when it says in the beginning of Breshis that you should grow right into the land, right, the, the grasses and stuff like that. <coughs> On the one hand, we're talking about in the physical world. On the other hand, we're talking about Malchus of Atzilus. That's what we're talking about. Toitzei Aretz Nefesh. That you should right, bring out for the, uh, from, the, from the earth. This idea, Nefesh, Chaya, right? The, the soul of a living animal. As it explained in the Zayir in various places. But, but, um, it over there in Parashmini, Daf Lamates, Amadal. Bahainu. Moshikasu, Begeres HaKadish, like it says by the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, the idea of he and his cause, he and his life force are one. Right? That this is the idea that the main energy that's coming in to bring into existence this new thing is Malchus Vatsilus. Which becomes like Atik de Bria. Atik means uh, the idea of being separated above. That's the idea of Atik. Like it says, there's no king without a nation. Which is not the case with the Midos itself. Now, what does that mean? What happens here? So now. Malchus is able to, Malchus has to receive on the one hand the light and the energy from the Orain self through the Midas of Atzilus, 
Memena davka nimshach achachach bebia. And then afterwards to bring it down into bia. So <coughs> the example that's given for this is take now this example that we said before of the, of the teacher and the student, right? So that is on the one hand a limitation of the light, right? The, the teacher is talking about Gemara, right? He's thinking Gemara in his own mind and he wants to teach the Gemara to a nine-year-old, let's say, right? But now, let's say that he has to now make it into a physical thing. How does he do that? That's what it's similar to. In other words, it's not just a reduction of the light. In other words, let's take it from 100 gallons of light to 5 gallons of light. It's that he now has to turn it into a whole new Matthias. Now <laughs> has to turn it into a physical thing. Excuse <coughs> me. Has to turn it into a physical thing. That's what needs to happen. And that's what does happen here. That's what we're talking about here. All of a sudden, there's this huge change that's taking place here. That's Malchus Vatzilis' job. He's taking Ains of Midos. He's acting as a receptacle for those Midos. And then what happens is <clears throat> total reduction of the light. And then to bring it into something else. One of the examples that's given in Chassidus for this is like the idea of the, of the light of the moon. <coughs> that on the one hand, right, when you look at the moon, you don't think of the sun. Totally different type of light. On the other hand, we know that all the moon's light is coming from the sun, right? So that's a, that's a similar a similar idea. So this is what needs to take place here in Malchus of Atilis. There has to be this rearranging of this energy and an output of a whole new Metzius completely. And that's what he's saying here. Right, <clears throat> So it receives the light from the orange of and of the orange of and then through the midas of atzilus. And it comes down into Because why? The orange of the way it's shining in the midas in atzilus. It would be impossible for you to take the light of the, the Orein Sof of Atzilus and put it into Bia. It's just an impossibility. You can't do such a thing. How do you take infinite light and put it into something that is finite? You don't. It's impossible. You can't do that. Right? How does that work? So as much as you're going to lessen it and lessen it and lessen it, what does that mean, lessen it? Like, what, is that, what does that mean? Like, in other words, you have to change there has to be some sort of quantum leap that takes place here that all of a sudden we change, we're changing the whole uh, structure, so to speak, of the whole story, right? Like we said before, that in Atzilus, he and his life, he and his kalim, they're all one thing, right? Like we said, that chesed of Atzilus is infinite, Right, and it's not you can't compare it to the chesed of bria, shehu bechinas gvul, which is the idea of gvul, machane mechayil, right? Ba'ava, the idea of the camp of mechayil, the idea of ava, right? The kabel ashbabish talshul mebechinas chesed datzilus shebeli gvul. So how do you get something that's gvul to receive from, namely limited, to receive something that is beli gvul, unlimited? You can't do it. You can't do such a thing. It doesn't work, right? Think about our example before that we gave, right? Think about this, you know, this Gemara teacher 
that now has to turn it into a gashmi sticker thing. What does that mean? Like, I, I, like, I don't even understand what we're talking about. How can you do such a thing? You can't do it. You could lessen it and lessen it and lessen it and lessen it. I was thinking maybe you could, you know, the example could be if you're lessening, lessening, like to try to teach it to a, uh, you know, a one-month-old baby. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to, like, like, where do you go with this whole thing? You, you can't. Okay. The first thing has to happen is that you have to like sort of remove it. You have to hide it to such an extent. In other words, it has to go in a thorough change in the factory. If you get called malchus, like a factory, it has to go through a huge change. And from it, Afterwards, you can make it, change it. Once you've changed the whole form, that's when you can now bring it down into Bria Tzirnasiya. That's when it could happen. Because the whole idea of Malchus is able to do this. Because on the one hand, right, it explains in Samachay, in the first Maimon in Samachay, <clears throat> the concept of a king. A king has two aspects to him. On the one hand, he has to be completely elevated. Right? He has to be completely, so to speak, uh, in a certain way, out of touch with the people. Right? He has to live in his palace up on top of the mountain or wherever, you know, with the guards around it. No one really sees the king. Right? But that hisnasus, that elevation, is what causes there to be the idea of that we are going to look up to him. And therefore, on the other hand, a king has to be, in Samachay, the Rebbe Rashab explains, a king has to be someone that has a relationship with the people. Of some sort. In other words, you can't be a king over a rock. I mean, I guess you could. But what does that mean? Or, or a king over, I'm a king over all the, uh, you know, all the uh, ants that are crawling around on the floor. <laughs> Very nice. But what, like, what is that? What is it talking about? You know, the ants, you know. In other words, there has to be something that's there. So he's saying here, he's talking about it from the aspect of the hisnasus, the elevation. So Malchus, on the one hand, has to be completely elevated. And that's why it's called Malchus. Completely elevated from all the other worlds. He's totally elevated from the world. That's the idea of being, it's like something that's up, up and away, separated, above. That you can't say that the highest of the king really comes down so much on the people. A certain extent of it does. Right, the laws, the rules, the whatever, how he conducts himself. He walk, you know, he, they drive him around in a, you know, in a chariot once a year, and everyone waves to everyone. You know, he doesn't even kiss the babies. He's not like a presidential candidate, whatever. You know, but it's it's like an elevation, right? It's something that's there. But malchus yam. That's in that aspect. That's what we call malchus, the Indian of yam, the idea of being separate, the idea of being completely bottled, the idea of something that is hidden, hidden from us. We don't really see it. Right? That's the concept of the ocean. The things inside are hidden. We don't see it. And not only are they hidden, they're totally bottled to the to the to the water. Right? They can't they can't live without the water. That's it. Yeah? Leos Kamosha. Yam mechasim malim mashabisoicha. Just like the Yam, right? <coughs> Completely conceals and covers over what's inside of it. That's the concept. Right? In other words, in order to make like a replica of this yam, like in other words, anyone that's ever had a, uh, a saltwater aquarium before, it's like a major, major operation, right? Even if you want to make a small aquarium, actually, in certain ways, it's easier to make a bigger aquarium because it's like a whatever, a whole story. But you have to put in all different types of 
of, of things that are going on. You have to have the, the salt water and you have to have the different energies and you have to have the different things that are causing the, to somehow replicate what it is like in the ocean. Because the chayas the of these animals are acquiring, right? They're acquiring this special circumstances that they're totally bitul, otherwise they die. On the other hand, it's totally concealed. You can't see it. You can't see any of this stuff, right? In other words, you you know you can't even see. You know, if you look at the top of the aquarium, you basically can't see what's inside of it. You know, it's only because you see it from the side. Right? If you ever go to like the Boston Aquarium, right? You know, that big, huge, you know, aquarium in the middle. And you walk it all on the sides. Remember that from when we were. You ever do you did that when you were a kid? Didn't you go like in elementary school? One trip to Boston, one trip to Washington, one trip to Philadelphia. Deprivation of a child, right? So uh, you know, you go and you walk up, and, over, and then you finally get to the top, and everyone's on the top. You, and you look, up, you can't see anything. You know? There's nothing here. You know? <laughs> you're walking along the sides, so you see. So that's the idea of this idea of uh, of, of being completely, completely uh, concealed, right? And so it's on the one hand, it's it, it's this idea of rainbows. So he says like this: so what's happening is that the level of malchus is is covering over atzilus. It's covering over <coughs> the real energy of the midas of atzilus. That's what his job is, right? And that's this aspect of malchus is the idea of alma discasia. This is the idea of the hidden worlds. This is the idea of it's concealed, it's hidden, it's beyond. Omnam, however, there's a different aspect of Malchus that we have to talk about. Omnam, ma shemeir v'mispashet mimena. Lenivrayim debiya, however, the other aspect that we were talking about before that we're referring to, this idea of shining and coming out to the creations of right? in order that the worlds of and all the creations within it that they should be an idea of revelation the revealed world right? so this level is known as Aretz <coughs> Take questions or anything? Yeah, what's the question? Do the uh, spheres of Malchus of the other worlds have this? Have yes, this? yes, yes. Malchus of all the worlds to a certain extent. But obviously, the. the much. Right, because the, the huge differentiation, differentiation between Atsilus to Bria, right, which is, you know, like I said, Atsilus is, right, Yu Vechayohi Vechamo Yechad to idea, which is the idea of complete, you know, it's infinite. Right, right, and to the idea of nivra. Nivra is already a new thing. It's a creation, right? Masha'inkim, when you're going to like from bria to yitzira, or yitzira to asiya, or asiya spiritual to asiya physical, at the end of the day, <coughs> it's for sure a huge jump down. But it's within the same, I mean, quote unquote, you know, kaviyachal the same, you know. It's but there, you're talking about something that exists. That's the idea. You know, something that is a mitzvah, a yesh, mitzvah itself. So that's a whole different concept. That's that's a difference. Yeah. And it speaks about the the differences between those worlds, like the difference with differences between the creations and those worlds. Also, like after Malchus covers them up, I don't really understand the difference between between what 
what Malthus does between... Well, you're going to have a big jump down from each world. Each world, right, is, you know, called a different world because it's, you know, very, very different in terms of the amount of godly light that it's able to receive and what it does receive. And so, therefore, you could have, uh, you know, like it says in Tanya, that you could have finally a physical world that's here. It's Malaklipas that, you know, you walk around, you don't see God. Right? If you just take a step up to the next world up, I mean, you know, the spiritual world of Asiya, everything's recognizing the nullification of itself to God. That realize that God's the main power play here. I mean, God's the main, you know, energy that's here. God's the main thing that's here. You know, walking around this world, no one sees anything about God. <coughs> so clearly, each world as it goes down, and obviously this is a you know a huge jump, you know, from spiritual to physical. That's a whole other story altogether. But Bechlal, the idea of Malchus is playing this you know role in each in each world to one extent or another. Okay, let's uh, we do let's do a little bit more. Vehine kolzehu dafka keshahor v'hashpa nimshach v'derech v'seder ishdalshulus. So all of this that we've talked about so far is the normal way. In other words, a normal way of the way things work in the world. That it's going in a seder. It's going in a normal, everyday way. That it's going step by step by step. From Atsilus to That's all in a level of Mamale, right? There. So that's when it's practical to say, oh, there is a ocean, there is a dry land, there is a hidden world, there's a not a hidden world. That this is the step-by-step process of the world. Because it would be absolutely impossible for the light and the energy from Atsilus to come down, right, in this infinite light to become all of a sudden revealed into the world of Briyatsirasiya, into the, into the uh, you know, limitations of this world, into the creations of this world. In loya de ahalam mitzchila, unless there was a concealment first. Bechinas alma diskasia, shehu beemis nishar bebechinas iskasia behelam. Because the whole idea is that it's a world that is hidden means that it means that it has to remain hidden. That's the concept. You know that that's where it goes. Because if it doesn't remain hidden, it will just blow away everything. You know, it's like, you know, put it like, uh, you think about it. You know, even like, you know, even like a simple thing, right? We have uh, electricity, right? That's going into you know, like a light bulb here. Right, so what do you do? You plug light bulb into like a lamp, and plug the lamp into a wall, and put the wall into you know the, the energy from the from the wall goes to like the circuit breaker in the house, which goes to the wires outside of the house, which goes to the main wires, which goes to the main you know controlling electricity station, which goes to presumably a whole area, and then finally gets to whatever the nuclear power plant and who knows where. Right? Imagine you plug that light bulb into the nuclear power plant directly. <clears throat> It's not that it would be like, you know, maybe there would be a little bit of light. It would just cease to exist. It would explode in, in a second. It would be like you would never even knew that it even was there. It would just Same thing here. I mean, this is obviously even Be'en Arof. I mean, that's all dealing with the physical thing that we can, we could t- you know, we could literally touch. I mean, don't touch it, you know. But, you know, but here we're talking about something that's infinite, you know, Atsilus going into something that's finite. You, you can't do such a thing. That's why it has to remain hidden. Only a ray itself comes out. It's actually the the Rebbe, the Rebbeim use it in Hasidus a lot of times. This example they don't use electricity, but they use the example of water, like coming from a like a river that's flowing from one thing to the next thing to the next thing until it comes into a pipe and down the pipe and down. Same idea. 
Nimshar Mezel Yos Makar Ashbal Lebiyah Bechinas Almad Isgalia. Right, and that then comes down into giving Hashba into the world of Briyatir and Asiya. Right, and then it goes into right into the into the physical world into the revealed world. However, and this is the key part. I'm not Leil Shvisha Pesach, but on the night of Shvisha Pesach. Now, what happened then is that a light shined that's way beyond the Seder Ishtalshus, which came from the Abishter himself, right, which is in the level of which everything is equidistant from, the level of infinity, the level of infinity itself, right? What's closer to infinity? One or a billion? Obviously, neither. Equidistant. So, which is closer to the level of infinity? A rock down here on on uh, Sussex Avenue, or you know, a, a malach in the world of Bria, or even Chesed of Atzilus. <coughs> it's all equal. It's all equidistant. We're talking about infinity now. We're talking about a whole different story. So that's what happened. That's what we have to see. It's going to happen. In the, in the, you know on the seventh night of Pesach, yeah. So it's equal, but some is just more revealed than the others. No, not to the world of of Soiviv. Soiviv is an equidistant energy. It's a, it's an infinite energy that's totally everything is equal to. Mamale energy, the Mamale energy that's coming down into the world is a defined energy, right? That comes into each aspect, right? The 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 muscle that Hasidus gives a lot of times for this is the difference between like the energy in the mind right as it's going down and the mind starts with the mind and then it goes into the heart and whatever and it goes into all the way to like my pinky right that's mamale energy the will of a person the will of a person is everywhere equidistant right it's in everything you know which, which has your rotson more right your toe or your head you know, it, 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 you do it, whatever. And that's what he says here. Let's just, let's just read one more line and I'll let you do Hazara. So compared to this energy, Atzilus and Asiya are completely equal. Right? Right? Like it says in, in Tehillim. Like darkness is like light. And notice how there's a, the Chafa Dimyon. The Chaf is before both words. Right, so it doesn't mean usually like when we had the mimer on Yom Kippur, right? We said Yom Kippurim, right? You're comparing it to something, but when you have two chafs, a chaf before and a chaf, you know, in the first word and the chaf in the afterwards, means that they're both completely equal. Mamish. So on the seventh night of Pesach, right? That's when this energy, this whole new energy, came down. Right, and this energy, the worlds, the hidden worlds, and the revealed worlds are completely equidistant, and that's what it says here, completely equal. Okay, so let's uh, stop here. We'll do a Chazara for the rest of the time.